The holidays are a time to feel and create joy. And what could be more joyous than the look on her face as she unwraps a stunning new jewelry piece from Blue Nile? How about getting 50% off your purchase? Blue Nile offers premium quality, priced below traditional retail. Their online experts are available 24-7 to answer any questions and make sure you've picked the perfect gift. For a limited time, you can get 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's 50% off at BlueNile.com. When it comes to teaching kids and teens about money, practice makes perfect. That's where Greenlight comes in. With a debit card and money app of their own, kids learn to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest. Parents send instant money transfers, create custom chores, and automate allowance. While kids track their spending, set savings goals, and practice money skills they can use today and for life. Get one month free when you sign up at greenlight.com slash podcast. Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com/play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com/play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. If you're a beginning podcaster or someone who just wants to make things easy on their journey, Spotify for Podcasts is the perfect platform for you. They allow you to record your podcast and edit it, not only from your computer, but your phone as well, so you can do it on the go wherever you are. You can make money from your podcast through ads provided by the platform or through subscriptions from your audience with no catch at all. They even take the liberty of distributing your podcast not only to the Spotify platform, every other podcast and platform as well just like that all you have to do is record edit hit publish and spotify takes care of the rest i use spotify podcasters to start my journey bibs used it to start his journey we used it to start the mass outsiders journey and now you have the opportunity to use it to start your journey as well to get started all you have to do is download the spotify for podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com forward slash podcasters to get started. Hey, Reese, bitch, put the game on, man. I'm trying to see what Luca and them boys going to do tonight, man. Mavs outside this podcast. Y'all know what time it is. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the first host 2023 draft edition of the Mavs Outsiders podcast. I am one half of your host, Maurice Williams, aka Mind of Reese, M of R25. What? It's the first episode of season four. Oh, yeah, it is. Damn, that's true. 
First episode of season four. Dang, four seasons. What the? F- <laughs> How long we been doing this? Since 2021? Man. That's tough. That's tough. We decided the draft was our reset point. So. Yeah, that's tough. Um, yeah, I'm uh, MLR25 on Twitter. Um, joined as always by my co-host, Mr. Michael Bibbins, a.k.a. Bibbs, at Bibbs Corner on Twitter. Have you seen podcasts? Wherever you find your podcast content for the moviegoers out there, man. Um, another thing, obviously, if you follow the Mavs Outsiders Twitter page, if you follow our Twitter page, you know that we have launched our Patreon. It's patreon.com forward slash patreon.com forward slash that's very ironic like the timing of that <laughs> uh patreon.com forward slash maps outsiders um this is gonna be the very first episode the video episode going up on that page so uh if you want to watch the video portion of the part about the video version of the podcast uh there's other perks as well uh i could list them but i ain't got it pulled up right now but <laughs> let me pull it up actually so y'all know so you know y'all can actually hear let me go to the google docs real quick um no it's in google sheets or google it's in google docs docs it's docs Mavs outside to get money um <laughs> uh you got perks such as access to our fantasy basketball league that is gonna be a patreon perk uh, starting next season uh, if you get the video version of the podcast you will also get not only the video version well you will get the video version of the NBA show but being a subscriber is the only way you can get our NBA show it has not started yet but when it does you will be able to get it solely through Patreon or the subscription service on uh yeah um, you get 10% off all merchandise. That's merchandise we have now, merchandise we have going forward. Uh, you're eligible for a quarterly merch drawing it's every three months. We will draw a name at random for our Patreon subscribers to get free merch. You get behind the scenes clips, monthly Google Hangout, ma- mm, Google Hangouts, monthly <laughs> Hangouts with us, uh, podcast appearance once a month for a member. Uh, it- at the $50 tier, that's pricey. I'm not expecting anybody to go $50, all right? At that point, you were a producer on the show. <laughs> you basically, then, like, you get to play GM with exactly. us outside this play GM. You get to give input on things. But if if you were to ask me, I think the best tier to go for is tier five. It's like, it's the most. What's tier five? I meant not tier five, the $5 tier, tier okay. two five dollars here it's the most affordable it's just five dollars and you get the video version of the show you get the nba show and all of those things in between so did you mention uh, the perk we forgot or no this is the first time i'm mentioning the perk okay we also mm. working title working title okay <laughs> bibs likes the what was it inside is outside outside is inside outsider on the inside Outsider on the inside. I like in and out, but we could get sued for that. Um, I like inside out or outside in. 
because remember we used to have an intro like on the outside looking and we want in like yeah the young jeezy joint uh shard miller who has been a frequent guest on the Mavs Outsiders is going to be our resident insider. And at the $20 tier, yeah, yeah, the $20 tier, which is tier four, once a month, minimum. minimum once a month, like not just once a month, minimum once a month, it'll come on the podcast, it'll go up on Patreon, it'll just be an episode with us, Shard. He'll be giving us inside information and stuff, whether it be from the G League Texas Legends that people want to hear about, whether it be math stuff that we want to hear about. So we have our insider. That is Shard Miller. If you're not following Shard Miller, excuse me, uh, it's at Shard Miller, right? At Shard Miller 13, S-H-A-D. Yeah, S-H-A-D, uh, Miller 13 on Twitter. So he's kind of, I mean... He can't really be a Mavs outsider. He could be a Mavs insider, but he's a Mavs outsider by for other, for other reasons. For other reasons, yeah. He's he's family, so that's what matters. Um, anything we need to cover in that aspect that we didn't? I don't think so. Um, well, we we can put, we need to do better at pushing uh, five star reviews on Apple and Spotify. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, yeah, that's that's the main stuff. Actually, I want to shout somebody out. Shout out Dilly Whack on Twitter. Okay. Because the very first person that subscribed to our Patreon, the Mavs Outsiders Patreon, is a fucking Sixers fan. Shout out to him. Who's the other one? Um, I don't I know his handle, but I I, I don't I know I know he has like multiples of a particular digit, and I don't wanna or a particular yeah. Digit. Let me look it up. I can look it up. All I gotta do is go to Patreon to tell us. Actually, it might tell us like his name unless I think his um it's I think it's the same as his Twitter handle. Okay. Uh at year boy with four E's and four R's. Or Yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. That's it. Yorobi. R four E's, four R's, O B I. So shout out to both of y'all. Appreciate y'all. All right. Should we get into the the meat and potatoes of the thing? I, I guess. After sure they're tired of listening to us talk about. They probably are tired of let, let, let's yeah. And we were on a time restriction anyway. So NBA draft was Thursday. Obviously, the Dallas Mavericks had the 10th pick going in. Everybody, people were either nervous, excited, neutral, or like bibs, wasn't even thinking about it until literally the 10th pick got hit. Um <laughs> The Dallas Mavericks came away with Derek Lively, who they drafted at 12 after trading pick number 10 and Davis Bertans to the Oklahoma City Thunder. Basically, just for pick 12, they got off of Dal- I mean, Davis Bertans' contract, opened up a trade exception of $17 million, only traded back two spots, and gave themselves the option to use the full non-taxpayer MLE come free agency. So drafted Derek Lively out of Duke. Boom, we got our center. We're probably thinking, all right, boom, like, you know, that's that's a W for the night. The Mavs did something. They didn't just take a guy. They took advantage of the 10th pick. And, and then we got word from Shams that the Mavericks were actively in the trade market during the draft to use the TPE. We probably didn't expect that because as being Mavs fans, we know that TPE usually doesn't even get used. 
So I was about to go to bed. I was in bed, lights off, TV off, scrolling on my phone. And I find out that the Dallas Mavericks have used that TPE to trade for Rashawn Holmes and pick 24, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. So we received Rashawn Holmes, who I believe is only making around like 12 million, 13 million. So we didn't use the full TPE. We drafted Olivier Maxence Prosper, a.k.a. Omax is what they call him, uh, with the 24th pick via Sacramento. Uh, and that was it for us for the night. But um, if you had to give it a great, I know what grade you're going to give it because we were already on a podcast. But for these for, for, for our people, for our podcast content, what grade are you giving the Dallas Mavericks for the NBA draft? So first of all, shout out to We Talk Mavs. Make Facts. sure y'all, y'all check out our appearance on there uh, with with Annie and TGK as well. Um, it's a strong A. This this is a strong A. I, I truly can't understand how you could have any other grade for the night besides an A. You went in with the tenth pick. You came out with a defensive rim protector at center, a defensive wing who can guard one through four at minimum and Olivier Maxine Prosper. Prosper. What the fuck? I was trying to hit the French pronunciation. In my okay, you, you're doing your Wimby impression. My throat disc stuff. Um, do help oh. people to 24% from the field through the college season, and they showed me him <laughs> guarding all the players that was drafted ahead of him. In 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 uh, college, they him that guard, clip, guard, small four. He had he took the assignment on that clip of him chasing Jordan Hawkins around. Who was the guy that I wanted? Is just is beautiful. That's what we love to see. And if you know me, you know I love defense. Like I get I get giddy about good defense. Like it, it gets my it gets me going. Like dunks get everybody else going. Like get your nipples hard. I mean, I don't mean in a gay way, man. I ain't trying to create no visuals, but. Like when I watch the clip and I see like he guards with his hands, like not touching, but he keeps his hands up and moving. Like yeah. he makes himself big. That's what what makes his defense good. His feet are active. Like he's not sitting back trying to wait. Like he's anticipating the guy's next move. He's cutting off drives. He's using his hands. Like he he's he's locked in. Like he enjoys playing defense. And that's I'm anytime you show me a player like that, I'm gonna fall in love immediately. Just, just letting you know. I can't. How could and, and we got y'all been crying for Rashawn Holmes for like three years, and I'm still <laughs> complaining about getting Rashawn Holmes. Like, what do y'all want? I think a lot of people are. Uh, a lot of people are like, oh, Rashawn Holmes. They're kind of down on him now because he wasn't really receiving minutes in Sacramento anymore. But that doesn't mean the guy can't play. Um, we can upgrade at center from Rashawn Holmes, which you know, some something we might get into. But if Rashawn Holmes ends up starting and we have that center stable that we've been wanting with Derek Lively, JaVale McGee, Rashawn Holmes, maybe Dwight Powell still. <laughs> Whatever. Um, and that way, Maxie can play power forward full time. We don't have to play Maxie at center and expose him to that. So uh, that's a great thing. I, I love what they did. I love Olivier. Um but I will say, I didn't say this when we talk Mavs because we was talking a lot of positive on there and I didn't want to get on there and start talking negative. But it, there were some things offensively that I saw that I'm like, okay, that that could be tough. That could be something we need to work on. And it's kind of like... With Lively? With, no, with Olivier. Okay. Max, 
um, his ability to attack closeouts or lack thereof is just like it, it's tough. The way I see it, if I'm comparing him to Dorian Finney Smith, I feel good. Like I, that, if I, that's if that's the floor I'm going for, I'm good. So like, my thing is, it looks like pre Dorian Finney Smith this year when we were like, no, pre Jason Kidd Dorian Finney Smith, where it was like. He's rarely putting the ball on the floor. He's attacking and making bad decisions. Like, I've seen some things. He has a nice pump fake when he's driving. Like, he utilizes it well, but he relies on it way too much. Uh, his foot speed is slow when attacking closeouts. But to be honest, if those are the only negative things I see, I'm okay. He's yeah, not going to be asked to do too much on offense. He's not going to be asked to really put the ball on the floor much on offense. We just need him to catch and shoot. I believe he could turn into a point of attack defender for us. Yeah, that's 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 the way I see it. Like when you're looking at role players, what's the role that you are expecting from them? Am I expecting offense? Not if he scores points, that's a positive as far as I'm concerned. Is he going to play? Is he going to guard the big wing on the other team? Beautiful. Anything else is gravy. Um, I agree with you. I don't expect him to be putting the ball on the floor too much, but. I like what I saw from his his catch and shoot potential. Uh, and that's another comparison to Dorian Finney Smith. Like, I don't think he's going to come out of the gate shooting league average necessarily. Um, but I do think that's a place where he can develop into a guy that does that. And if that ever comes, if he never is a ball handler, he's still a very, very effective player in the NBA. Yeah, I think his floor. It, to be honest, when I see him. I saw a video where they compare him to Jared Vanderbilt. But mm. I see John Isaac. It's been it's been so long since I looked at John <laughs> and and so long since I respected anything to do with that man. Yeah, fuck him. But I see potentially I see John Isaac, not like coming out the gate, John Isaac. Okay. But <clears throat> potentially I see it. Obviously, John Isaac is taller. I think John Isaac maybe only an inch taller. I think John Isaac is six eleven. Um I think John, no, I think their wingspan is around the same. Well, maybe John Isaac has a longer wingspan, but uh, Omax is already better coming into the NBA than Dorian was coming in. That's safe to say. Uh, I believe he can make an impact on the team immediately. I believe I, I put money on this by the end of the year. He could start possibly depending. Actually, I'll wait till after free agency to see. I say, did you say you have put money on it or you would? I would. But I'll also wait to see what the team looks like at the end of uh, the offseason. But, um, yeah, I'm I'm happy with this. I know some people aren't because Dallas Mavs fan. Not everybody's going to be happy. That's that's just – I'm pretty sure everybody saw the article that our guy X made. Shout out to the homie X. <laughs> they, they sending threats to my mans in the DMs. It's crazy out here. That, that, yeah, y'all going too far, man. It's never that deep. It's never that deep. Like, shout out to X. I didn't agree with the article at all, but I understood what he was trying to say. Yeah. But I think what turned people off was the fact that he said, I don't know much about this guy. But in context, that isn't a bad because he didn't he didn't like attack Derek Lively as a player. Right. Article. I think that's the way it probably should have been approached like established up front yeah that, like this does not have anything to do with this player because i don't really know him. right 
type of thing. Yeah. But so this is my expectations, and this is why I'm upset. Yeah. Uh, but I'm happy with it. Um, I'm actually excited. I can't believe I'm saying this. I'm probably setting myself up. I'm excited moving forward. I'm excited because it seems like Nico was in the driver's seat and Mark is taking a step back. If I felt like Mark had anything to do with this draft, I would not be excited because I know at the end of the day, he's probably going to fuck this up. But with, with Nico clearly in the driver's seat, him and Finley or whatever doing their thing, uh, Finn said that Nico was calling all the shots, you know, uh, in the war room. That's a good sign. And something I think that's underrated about Nico when we've seen it for two, two years in a row. Okay. He's not afraid to trade into the draft at all. And it's yeah. rare that we ever saw Donnie do that. I think, uh, I don't know if you, I don't think you mentioned it here. You might've mentioned it previously, but the fact that he had spoken with uh, Olivier and yeah. said, like, I'm going to find a way to get you. Yeah. Which is crazy. Like, I mean, I'm assuming he did. He, he, you know, he listened to the play GM episode and he realized, let me call every single GM to see what opportunities <laughs> might be out there. And when the opportunity was there, he knew the, he already had already had the conversation with the Kings. He knew they were trying to get off salary. He called him up. Hey, we'll take on that Rashawn Holmes salary into this trade exception. If you let us get this 24th pick, boom, now I got my guy. If you, when you go, when he went into the night with a strategy to come out with a big man, big man and Olivier, a, def, a defender, a big defender, because a, a, Josh Green, that's my two, three defender. Olivier now is my three, four defender. That's that was my key roles. I said established this. I needed a, a center, a rim protecting center. I don't know about his 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 uh, lob catching game and all that, but he's I, pretty good at catching lobs. Yeah, I need I need a rim rolling, a, a dirty work center, and a three four defender. From here, we could start to play around with how we build out the rest of the roster. Have you looked up any scouting report videos on him? On lively. No, on uh, Omax. I, I just watched the one video of him like defending like everybody. Uh, I haven't, I, and uh, I think I watched him like doing some catch and shoot stuff. Okay. Uh, right. I think was it boxing one? I thought. Yeah, that's the one. That's the that's I the one. I watched boxing one, and lively. I think I watched um, your dude. Who Bentelak? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm excited about them both, man. They don't even have to start day one. Uh, I think it was Finn when it was Finn that came out and said like. These guys aren't going to be playing for the Texas Legends. Like they're going to be on the roster, which is exciting to hear because we all know Jaden Hardy spent way too much time uh, down in Frisco uh, last season. He would have so, been the MVP. He's on his on his way to be an MVP. Is like, yeah, <laughs> he, might, he might not need to be down there. Like, how, how like you might want to bring this guy up. Like, we can use him. <laughs> um, so. Uh, now that the draft is done, obviously the next thing up is free agency. Um, what day does that start? July first, I believe. July first, Saturday. I have it on my my calendar. July first. That's obviously the moratorium period. Um, obviously the Mavs have the full MLE now. They're going to be in talks with guys. The full MLE is around twelve million dollars. So. 
They have more flexibility to pay guys. Um, obviously, came out today that the Mavs' main priority, I believe, outside of Kyrie, obviously, um, that they want to go after Bruce Brown. Um, I think we found that out while we were doing the We Talk Mavs podcast. Um, what's your thoughts? I literally had mentioned Bruce Brown needs to be at the top of the list. Yeah. It's all the report. And then it dropped. It's like somebody heard you was like, what you say? Oh, bad. Nico got my phone tap. That's what's going on. <laughs> yeah, he getting the live feed. But, um, yeah, that's, I mean, click, that's, that's sexy to me. Like, yeah. Yes. Give me Bruce Brown. Give me more defenders. Give me more versatile players. Like, guys, it's another Swiss Army knife type of guy. And I think what we really need to go after in free agency, we need to focus on wings and force. And I think Bruce Brown is so versatile. He can cover all. He can play some small ball. For, he's only six foot four. Six, nine wingspan. Six, nine wingspan. Not he, he's short, but he makes up for that in wingspan. So. We could have him play some three. He could play some shooting guard. Um, if we need him to play some small ball four, I wouldn't like him to, but run point yeah. at times. Yeah, I was about to say he could be our point guard off the bench. He doesn't have to necessarily start, especially if you still want Josh starting. Uh Maxie will probably start at the four. Initially. Uh, initially, yeah. Um unless Omax takes his spot, which is possible. It's gonna take two months before he Yeah, you know how Jason can get the chance. Stupid. You know how Jason Kidd is. He he got to have like 10, 30-point games before he can even start one time. We got to have at least 8 <laughs> to 10 Mavs outsiders. Jason Kidd is a dumbass podcast before changes start happening. PTSD from this season already. All that time it took for Josh Green to start, man. Um, <laughs> Did he bet? Oh, no way. We about to go off on of the 10. Yeah, let's not even... We talking about positivity right now. (laughs) (laughs) Bruce Brown is on the list. Uh, We've heard rumblings of Grant Williams, who was restricted for Boston. So uh, if Boston wants to match, they can, or we could do a sign and trade. Boston may not even be interested in that. So we may just lose out on uh, Grant Williams. But outside of those two, who are some other names, like free agents that you think we should go after in free agency? Um. So I had a short list. I'm going to see, do I have my, my old list? I'm trying to see. I, uh, I made a list in the mid, middle of the season, and then I made a list after the season. Or I made one for the play GM, which is going to be slightly different than, than what we're looking at. So let me uh, actually, I know what I want. Um, Maxi. Let's go here. I think. All right. What was the name of the episode? It was um, Fix the Mavs, right? Yes. Mavs Outsiders Fix the Mavs. Uh, uh, uh. So I apologize for the delay. Damn, what episode was it? Here we go. 
So, <clears throat> guys, I would like to see us go after. Um, actually, this list is not very different from my previous one. So, as far as the the forwards, the pickings are very slim. The pickings are very slim. I'm just going to establish that real quick. It's it's not sexy out there at all. Um, I lost the page, so I'm buying time. Bear with me. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, to be honest, for the small forwards and power forwards, the pickings are slim. Right. Yeah. Uh, where is the list? I just had market is shallow. All right. Here we go. So Jalen McDaniels is an option. Uh, yeah. He is not his brother. He is not. Uh, but he's the option at the four to compete bare minimum with OMP. Um, excuse me, Omax. I, I don't I'm know. Say what the fuck did you just say? Omax. I'm calling him OMP. I can't be like everybody else. I gotta be different. Um. You down with OMP? Yeah, you know me. That's that's. Oh my god. Chemezi <laughs> um, <clears throat> Metu. I don't know if I like Chemezi Metu. I mean, the, the slim, the pick is the slim. So my top two were Darius Baisley and Trey Lyles. I like Trey Lyles. I like Darius Baisley for upside. Um, I think those are. Is that the, Nas Reed was on the list, but he might he might be out of our price range. Um, Nazareth is more like a center. Depends on who you play on with. That's true. Um, you mentioned George's Niang. I know he's more like a small forward, but he could play some four as well. Uh, I got him as like a point forward. Really? I think he can handle like second string point guard types. I mean, I think he's capable, but would you want him to? I have like I will play him at a three or three with like some ball handling responsibilities. Okay, and those were powerful, as you were listening. Let me see. Uh, let me see some other guys on here because uh, Hoops Hype has a page where they rank every free agent by position, and it goes deep. Uh, but I'm only going to mention guys I feel like we can afford, uh, and it and, and, and it ain't a lot. Um, <laughs> wow, they got the white power 13. Um, yeah. I think out of all, Jermichael Green, does he stay in Golden State? Only made $8 million last year. Jermichael? Yeah. I, I mentioned that I like Dario Sarge. I know you don't really, you ain't really feeling Dario Sarge. I mean, if we're going Dario Sarge, what about you to Watanabe? I like you to Watanabe. Okay. Um, Oh Darius basically is also restricted, so I think is Phoenix is going to match. Is he Phoenix or OKC? He's in Phoenix. Oh, okay, yeah, they won't. They not going to let a player leave. Yeah. Um. Let's see. We, to be honest, would you count a, a guy that I bought back, Marquise Morris? That's, that that could be a solid insurance. Just a, yeah, just a solid piece off the bench, end of the bench guy. Not gonna play a lot, but can give us something. Um, the pickings are slim, though, but I think we're in a position to where we don't have to hit big on a couple on like we don't need to reach big. I don't think we need to. I think this team 
I think we just need one more piece in free agency. Obviously, we need to fill the roster out, but we got Luca, we got Kyrie, we got our two stars, our scores. We got guys around him that can play some defense with Josh Green. Uh, maybe Reggie Bullock stays on the team. I hope not. Um, Omax, Maxi, Derek Lively at center. Uh, Rashawn Holmes isn't really much of a defender at center, but he can hold his own down there. Um, JaVale McGee on good days can give you some defense in the paint. Um, we, we've rounded it out nicely. I think we just missing that one piece. And I think a guy like Bruce Brown or a guy like Grant Williams or a guy like Dylan Brooks, in my opinion, as y'all know. Don't do that. Hey, look, man, I ain't letting it go. Uh, we were having a good time. Everybody was happy. And then you want to bring up Dylan Brooks. I'm just not opposed to it. I'm going to keep saying it. I don't think it's going to happen because I think he's going to demand more. He was all defense, but hey, man, look, do this in the tunnel. <laughs> Seeing Luca do this in the tunnel, look, Luca not doing that shit. Luca will do that shit. No, he not. Luca doing this in the tunnel, just uh, uh. Luca with me in the background, like, <sighs> and then you see Kyrie just out there saging, like Kyrie, like man, they got me out here with these cheers, cheers. <laughs> <laughs> You're that stupid. Oh man. Um let's address not the elephant in the room, but the rumor in the room. The Andre Aiden. I think most people are expecting the Phoenix Suns to move the Andre Aiden after the badly bit badly badly bill trade. Um it seems like it's something they have to do because he's not really a center they the kind of center they want. He doesn't have a re- good relationship with the organization. They got three other guys that are going to demand the ball. Just get them a nice rim-running center who can rebound, maybe defend much, set some picks, roll to the basket. The main team that's coming up in conversations is us. When I listen to podcasts, not even Mavs podcasts, just regular podcasts, and people mention like, hey, the Mavs, like, can't escape it. Before today, I was against it. We went on, we talked Mavs. Y'all have convinced me I would be okay with the DeAndre Ayton trade, especially considering what the pieces of the trade look like, which is THJ and Rashawn Holmes for DeAndre Ayton. Since you are already in on this deal, uh, tell me your thoughts on it. What would this trade, what would DeAndre Ayton do for the Mavs? Where would it take us? What would our ceiling be? How would you like the team to look or what pieces do you think would fit best after we were to get a DeAndre Aiden? Yeah. So my, my source, my trusty source who has not failed me yet, uh, let me, uh, let me in on this and I couldn't keep it to myself. I had to share with a couple people because while I don't like rumors and I definitely don't like talking about them, this one kind of was like, well, hold on a second. Um, usually he brings me stuff and I'm like, I, don't, I ain't feeling it. I need that to fall apart. But this one, THJ and Holmes for Aiton, which is the deal that the Suns want, by the way. Uh, the Mavs want JaVale McGee included in that deal. And that is why the deal has not occurred at this point in time. Um, 
Suns obviously, if if the if McGee is included in the deal, that means the Suns are taking on more money than they are losing, which they obviously don't want to do because they are impoverished. Um, the Mavs obviously want to dump some money, so that the Mavs say, "Are we are incentivized here by losing some money?" And the Suns say, "No, we're, we we were trying to lose some money. That's the entire point of this trade." So, in my opinion, the Mavs will be stupid to hold this up over the Suns not wanting to take Javale McGee. My fear is that the compromise ends up being us trading a young guy and like a third team getting involved to take Javale McGee. I don't want us to lose any of these young guys that we have. I don't either, and I don't think the Mavs want to. So, I think if they have to choose between giving up the young guys and not adding Javale McGee, I think they'll take the latter. Would you add a first? Because I wouldn't. No, hell no. Not for JaVale McGee. It's less than $6 million. Let's relax. Nah, I'm not doing that. Just at that point, just leave the JaVale McGee thing. Like, it's not that deep. Not at all. So as far as Aiton's coming to the team, if Aiton comes to the team, the way I look at it, the the lineup is this. It's Luca. it's Kyrie, it's Josh Green, it's Omax, it's Aiton. So you want Omax starting beginning of the season? I'm I'm laying it out if I was the if I was running shit. Okay. All right. It will be so I got two dudes to run around and defend and cause problems and score opportunistically. I got Luca and Kyrie who can go get a bucket whenever they want. And then I got Aiden as my Mr. Inside to catch the dump offs and the, the pop outs or whatever. That's 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 what that's beautiful. That's a that's a that's a team that can go on a run yeah. starting lineup off the bench. You still, you Jaden would get bumped up the 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 depth chart because Tim is out of his way. Um, you have Reggie Bullock still as the backup behind Josh. You have more than likely Dwight Powell off the bench uh, and Derek Lively as well to give you some versatility. So you have Aiton, Powell, Lively, three different types of centers. Um, you can fill out the roster then with more defenders more wings more, and you could potentially go get another bucket getter at a three as at the three position like just that starting five plus bullock and who, whichever center you want to choose to to give somebody a rest. oh and maxi i forgot about maxi as well like that's a championship eight i think it's funny after the denver nuggets won the championship i was always on the timeline talking about the mavs and I was always saying, like, we can build a championship team with Luka and Kyrie. Like, look, the Nuggets just did it. Their best two players are not defenders. Their fourth best player is an awful defender. But they put guys like Aaron Gordon, KCP, and Bruce Brown out there who can defend, hustle guys who can do the dirty work, guys like Christian Brown. And I'm saying, look, there's a way we can do this. We can build that team. And everybody's like, no, we can't do that. We don't even have the assets. How are we going to do it? Look at this team right now. We're halfway there if these guys live up to just like a half inch of potential. We are halfway there. Josh Green, Omax. God damn it. I need I still need Reggie Bullock off the team. But if he stays, he gives some kind of defense. Not point of attack defense, but he gives some kind of defense. We're halfway there. We got somebody at center, Derek Lively, if he lives up to some kind of potential. I like Rashawn Holmes. DeAndre Ayton would be a fantastic upgrade. That would take us over the top. 
we're halfway there. We can do it. I'm not going to say, yeah, we won in a championship, but we can, we're going to be contenders if healthy. I'm just saying that there's a way. Y'all, I'm, I'm not a madman, okay? And I'm not an optimistic fan. Shit. I'm, anyway, I'm not an optimistic fan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not one of those fans who just be like positive about things all the time. If I say something like that, I truly believe it. Like this dude brings me stuff and I'm usually mad about it. And I looked at that and I was ready to be mad. And I was like, well, hold on a second. But you was like, hold up. <laughs> might not they be might, bad. They might be, they might be cooking here. They um, might be, hey. And and even when even when you look at the sudden side of it, some people might say, Why would the Suns do this? One, again, the original framework that they want saves them money. Plus, Aiton has not been playing like Aiton for two years now. And THJ gives them something that they need in scoring depth off the bench, uh, insurance policy for Bradley Beal and Booker, which if one of them needs to rest. And Holmes gives them a light version of what they were getting from Aiton, basically. Like Holmes at his peak is what Aiton is when he's not engaged. Holmes is the kind of center they want. A guy who's going to set picks, rim run, get some rebounds. Like, I'm pretty sure he could average like 10 and 7 for them, 9 and 7 for them. Uh, he's got like a great runner uh, close to the basket, like that little push shot, which I love. Um, but I think he's the kind of center they want. And getting both of those things for Aiton and building depth on that team, which is what they need, I think that is a deal that Phoenix would do. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, Mavs might play themselves as they have in, in the past in these situations and somebody else might slip in there. Um, I actually might spend some time and like look at other teams that could put a package like that together. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as I have not done that at this time, I don't want to do that to myself. So we'll see. You just get an alert or something? Or? No, 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 no. It's, it's okay. Um, Mavs apparently are interested in Tobias Harris as well. I'm waiting for the Gordon Hayward rumor. What? Who said that? Uh, Never mind. I just got the Bleacher Report notification. Three new teams eyeing Tobias. Suns, Mavericks, and Jazz are showing interest in trading for Sixers forward. Fuck it. Let's talk about it. What would a trade even? What would a trade look like? Like, what would you be willing to trade? Tim Harris. Tim is in it. Tim has to be in it. Would you trade? The only way I would have been okay with it is if we still have Bertans. Like, what's his contract look like? Like thirty something million, right? I think it's thirty six. Um, that's not even halfway there. Well, that's kind of halfway there. Tim. That might that this might be it. Might be the same package that we would have put together for Aiden. To be honest. Yeah. Um, to get try to get McGee out. Let me uh let me pull up the fan spell. Real quick. I wouldn't trade that for Tobias Harris though. That puts us in a questionable. Well, it is a we do we've mentioned we need a power forward. Yeah, but that's I don't think that's the kind of power forward we was talking about. We already got the two defensive power forwards. That is true. In Maxi and O Max, Max and O. Wow, that's crazy. 
<laughs> but I don't know if I want to get up that nice center depth that we have with Rashawn Holmes to the Mavericks. All right. So am I overthinking it? I think so. Cause I don't, I don't see Rashawn Holmes as like more than a 15 minute a night type of guy. Yeah, that's true. And like, granted, we'll still have the depth with Javel while we may be trying to get off Javel McGee. Yeah. So I'm looking at, I'm trying to look at Tobias Harris is actually 39 million. Damn. How many years left on this deal? It's just one. So he's an expiring contract. So let's see. Tim is 17. Uh, would they do Maxi? I, I don't know if I want to lose Maxi in that, that deal. Reggie Bullock, maybe? Let's put JaVal McGee in it. We're going to assume they're trying to get off of JaVal McGee. Um, would you do Reggie Bullock in that deal instead of Holmes? Yes. So that way you don't lose the big man. And that works. Tim, Reggie, JaVal works. Tim, Reggie, JaVal. Okay, I would do that. Um, our salary goes up by five mil in that deal. Because the shooting we would lose with THJ and Reggie, I think Tobias can provide. Right. And I want Reggie out of – I don't want Reggie to start ahead of Josh anyway, so in my mind, these are two bench guys and a guy we don't want on the roster. And even then, we still have the full MLE. We can go after a Bruce Brown. Right. Like, that doesn't affect anything else we're trying to do. Yeah, so – um not upset at it. Not upset at it. I wonder how much we have left of the TPE that we can use. Three mil, but it can't be. Yeah, I know it can't be attached to a to a player. So like, that's to get like a guy. If we're trying to steal somebody who is probably a minimum player, but we can give them a little bit more than a minimum, maybe. Um, entice them. Do you think there's a chance a trade happens where we attach that twenty twenty seven pick? Yes. It would be a team that does not is not trying to make the playoffs in a restricted free agent that has a restricted free agent. Like a sign and trade thing. Yeah, like PJ Washington. Would you trade the 2027 pick for PJ Washington? Yes. The fuck? Yeah. Jeremy Grant, yes, I would. 100 percent Yeah, I, I, that's the type of player I'm look, looking at. Like a team that like if the the Blazers decide to blow it up, and yeah, I could see a sign and trade situation. We would do that. It makes sense that the Mavs are interested in Tobias, though. I mean, I'm not. That's why I asked them. I overthinking it. I, pro, I, I probably was, but they want um, another score. Yeah, which which is understandable, and I think Tobias Harris has shown when he's in that third role or fourth role, that's when he's he's best. Shouldn't be expected to do too much, even though his contract says that he fucking should. But I think we both would prefer to have Aiton than Tobias Harris, right? I think Aiton is a more natural fit. Yeah, Aiton's a more natural fit. Unless you think Lively can start. I don't... Tobias Harris isn't really a defender. What the fuck? Wait, what? The Sixers wanted a package of Jared Allen, Evan Mobley, and a pick for Tobias Harris. That's a lie. Who they said that? The most potentest of crack. Who said that? Pompey. I think that was in that same article. It's no fucking way. They they are on the most potentest of crack. 
they are out of their fucking mind. <clears throat> I understand starting a negotiation point. <laughs> they, when they say start high, that they didn't mean actually on narcotics. They meant if the sons are introvert, the sons just taking on big ass contracts. How would they even go get Tobias Harris? Aiden. But no, that don't make no sense. Exactly. That's my <laughs> point. <laughs> <laughs> Why would the 70s? That would have to be a three-team trade. Hold up. I might have just... Uh, I'm cooking. Uh, I'm cooking. Uh, I'm cooking. Hold up. Three-team trade. Pull up, fastball, right now. <laughs> I already had the two teams on. I just had to add the Suns. Hey, man. I'm cooking over here. Eating to the Mavs, right? Right. Uh, Tobias to the to the Suns. Tobias to the Suns. Tim, Javal, Holmes to the Seventy Sixers. Let's see. Since we already since we had in Javale, let's add Reg. Let's do Reggie Javale. I'm doing Tim. I'm doing Holmes because that's the original framework. Okay, so Holmes, THJ, and Javale. Yeah, actually, yeah. If we get an eight, and we can get rid of Rashawn. Exactly. That's the package that. That's the package that we were trying to get done. Rashawn Holmes to Phoenix. Oh, I forgot. I gotta. I gotta expand the trade because uh, they haven't put Rashawn Holmes on the Mavs yet. Okay. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Rashawn Holmes to Dallas. Um. I think they have cash fees. All right. I think I think I got it. Oh, damn. I got to get, I got to put Rashawn Holmes to Phillies. My bad. My bad. Uh, Rashawn Holmes to Dallas and now Rashawn Holmes to Philly. All right. Let's try this again. This is interesting. Yep. So Tim, <laughs> Rashawn, and Javal to Philly <clears throat> within three mil. So they're good. The Mavs. <clears throat> Why do I have Tobias Harris on the maps? Goddamn. That's why I messed up. <laughs> Tobias. Oh, yeah, I didn't change that. So Tobias is going to Phoenix, right? Yeah. In this scenario. Let's try this again. Damn. There we go. Uh, Philly. It works. Philly minus three and a half million. So that's good with them getting Tim, Rashawn, and Javel. The Mavs get Aiton. Cap impact is plus 8.8 mil. Suns is plus 6.8 mil. Um, and it's only oh, it's actually we, we we be minus four because again we're not it's not counting Rashawn Holmes in our salary yet, so it'd be like three million off from what we'd be gaining three million salary cap, and then the Suns taking on Tobias they'd be plus six point eight mil. So maybe the Sixers would be more willing to take on Javale, right, for that Embiid insurance backup as opposed to the Suns. Exactly. Hmm. exactly. And they gain money in this deal. Like the, the Philly gains money in this deal despite taking on Javel. Yeah. Can Philly do that without bringing back the same amount of money, though? Philly might have to add another player to the deal, actually. 
Yeah, I don't think they can do do the deal. They can do it, but I don't think Phoenix is going to be happy with that scenario because they're taking all money in this in this scenario. I don't really think they give a shit about taking all money. Well, wait, Phoenix would just be taking on the same amount of money as the Aiton. Oh no, they're taking on Tobias. Tobias Makes more than Aiton. Well, actually, if just for this year, if Tobias is going to Phoenix, maybe they won't even want THJ. That's why I have him going to Philly. Philly, yeah. I still have him going to Philly. So Tobias and Rashawn Holmes, Phoenix, JaVale and THJ to Philly. What? Tobias. I'm at Phoenix. Tobias. I thought that's what I said. Did I say something else? Said Sean Holmes also. Wait, hold up. I said Rashawn Holmes and Tobias, right? Yes, going to Phoenix. That's why. That's right, right? No. No, that's not right. Then what? Just, just Tobias is going to Phoenix in this scenario. Okay. Because he makes more money. He makes more money than everybody else in this. Scenario. Yeah, that's true. He's making thirty nine. More than Aiton. That's the only problem I, I think I see in this trade right now. Yeah, that's tough. Um, well, he's also an expiring contract. That's true. Aiton is long term. So maybe and they would have his bird rights, which means they can easily sign him back, go over the cap, and give him a smaller deal. Maybe they'll take him on. They'll take the one year hit. Yeah. Like, um. <clears throat> So Tobias Harris to Phoenix. Only other scenario would be them dumping campaign somewhere in this deal to make it work. That that fixes their money situation, but it campaign doesn't. doesn't make a lot, right? Make six and a half mil. Okay. If they dump him in this deal, then they it comes out closer to even for I think there's an avenue for this, but it's not I as think, clean as it was, I was hoping. I think the only way Phoenix can get Tobias Harris is through a three-team trade, but not us. We can get him like flat out. As as how? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Because they Aiton doesn't make sense for Philly. Yeah, at all. Like, and that's literally the only way they will be able to get Tobias Harris. Uh, I might, like I said, I might spend some time looking at what teams might pursue Aiton and be able to put together a similar package. The Knicks. I feel like between today and next Sunday, we're we going to be doing an emergency pod, man. I mean, Saturday's free agency, so yeah. Yeah, yeah. One way or another, we're going to be doing something. We're going to be doing something. Uh, one more thing. Shout out to Mike Miles Jr., who uh, is signed to a two-way deal by the Dallas Mavericks. Don't know much about him, but I will be looking up. Uh, Boxing One did a scouting report on him for last year's draft. So... I didn't even I didn't even know that. I'll be looking that up and looking up more stuff on him. Um yeah, man. Uh I think we covered everything. We were probably gonna get out of here sooner before that Tobias Harris news dropped. And then we started cooking with the goddamn fans trades. Um but unless there's anything else to add, I think that's really it. I think we can get out of here. Uh let's just leave on a high note, on a positive note. The Mavs are doing things that we want them to do right now. They're making the right moves. Um, they're gaining assets. It's only up from here, hopefully. But we'll see. I, I trust in Nico right now. So uh, He told us to make a Nico T. feel like he might, he might want some money for that. Might be able to put Harrison on a T. It's a common name. <laughs> I mean, Nico was a common name. What? You say Nico? I, I think Nico was a common name. Where in Italy? I've met a lot of Nicos. They they Nico lot up up in Baltimore. That's what y'all doing in 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 Baltimore County. 
I don't live in no fucking Baltimore County. In the DMV and PG, like what, what, what? I don't live. I don't. Man, stop disrespecting. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we do up there. That's what we do. <laughs> I ain't got to take this man's bullshit. I'm disrespecting my own family by doing this, so. And you disrespecting King of We Talk Maps. <laughs> he he leaned into it. He didn't seem offended. He do. He do. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Let's get the fuck out of here before I say some other shit, man. Uh any thoughts before we get up out of here? Um <laughs> hey, look, we're clearly we're in a good place. We're laughing. We're not upset. It's been a long time since I've been able to feel good after a draft. Um, and it's funny because, like, I, I was anxious. Like, how are we going to fuck this up? I, I just knew we was going to find a way. But he did the moves. I was like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> what is this feeling? The sensation is new. Felt like an anime character. Oh, oh my God. Oh, he traded back. Oh, Perton is going. Oh. We, we got back in the draft. Oh, you mean to tell me that Reiner and Berto? Oh, that's good. That's good. The Mavs making moves at me feeling like he's soaking. If you know, you know. You got to go. You had to go to take it too far. Okay. <laughs> okay. With that being said, close it out for the Mavs outsiders. Y'all have a fantastic week. Keep things positive on the timeline. I know I'm asking for too much. <clears throat> Be prepared for free agency, man. When we come back, who knows what this team might start to look like. But until then, peace. Peace. Greenlight is here to take one big thing off your to-do list, teaching your kids about money. With a Greenlight debit card and money app of their own, kids and teens learn to earn, save, and invest. You can send money instantly, set flexible controls, and get real-time notifications of your kids' money activity. Set up chores and put allowance on autopilot to reward them for their hard work. Then learn about the world of money together. Get one month free when you sign up at greenlight.com podcast.